Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And hands down, one of the very best ways to enjoy life is by thinking that it, and therefore we, just might go on forever. And believe it or not, this may be true. And that's where our guest today comes in. Chip Walter is a science author, filmmaker, and former CNN bureau chief whose books include Last Ape Standing and Thumbs, Toes, and Tears. Chip is joining us today to share all about his latest and truly incredible book. It's called Immortality, Inc., and believe me, you are going to want to hear all about this one. So without further ado, welcome, Chip. Hello. How are you? Well, I am very happy just to know I might go on forever. It's a pretty great way to wake up in the morning, I have to say. And, Chip, your book, I mean, I know you've been hearing it from many quarters. Uh, It's fascinating. Uh, By the way, you do put in a lot of science in it, but your sense of humor, for those of us who aren't science nerds, made all the difference. It's a great and fun read. Uh, And, of course, the topic is intriguing to all. All of us. So I'm going to actually be quiet, let you talk, but I just want to say the subtitle of the book is Renegade Science, Silicon Valley Billions, and the Quest to Live Forever. So tell us a little bit about why you decided that might be something that would be an interesting book to write. Well, first of all, thanks for those kind words. Um, uh, Well, I guess I was always kind of fascinated with this subject, but my big question as a you know, a journalist and a and a science writer was well. Is there anything really solid that's going on out there? Is there any real science that that could help us live a longer and healthier lives? You know, because you hear a lot about snake oil and you know t- stairmasters and you know, supplements <laughs> and all that sort of thing. You know, but you know who was out there really doing serious science? And so I I started looking into that just as a you know, it's just a big, interesting question to explore, and I wasn't finding much. Uh, and but in the in the course of my my searches, and I was really almost ready to give up on it, uh, came the news that this company called Calico was being founded, and it was being funded largely by Google, and uh, and that the person that was going to be running it was Arthur Levinson. And Arthur Levinson happens to be the chairman of Apple, but he was also the CEO and uh, chairman of Genentech, which is the first uh, biotechnology company. And uh, he's a serious scientist, microbiologist. Uh, and so when I saw that, and I, and I was able to to get the inside story on how all that happened, you know, well, I thought this is. This is interesting. This is there's something real going on here. Uh, and then shortly after that, another company called Human Longevity Inc., which has been funded by hundreds of millions of dollars, uh, was founded or co-founded by uh, Craig Venter, who was key in uh, the sequencing of the first human genome. And then then I began to find other scientists that were related, uh, that were co-founders in the company, and other people that had put money behind this and. And that's when I really began to dig into who are these people, where did they come from, how did this happen, is it for real, uh, and then I, you know dove into the science. And guess what? Science is quite real, and they are making real progress. And by the end of the book, I came to the conclusion that 
they are going to solve this problem. And it's not going to be 100 years down the road. We're going to start to see real break, real advances, I guess is a better word, in the next four or five years. Well, and as a boomer and one of the first, the older wave of boomers, uh, just in time, as they say, and plus many of these scientists are about my age. I mean, they're the 60s and 70s, and they're they're going for it. But I have to say, yeah. at the beginning of the book, you visit a company called Alcor, and I'd like just briefly, if you might describe the client experience at that particular firm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, one of the, yeah, one of the reasons actually one of the reasons that I, I I decided to go there first was because um I had had a conversation with a scientist who was, you know, very well respected uh scientist who who told me that he was planning to be frozen when he died. Uh and that was the first that I had heard of it and and that also made me think, huh, well, well there's some science involved in here, so let me go figure it out. So I went down there and I kind of, and I opened the book really with uh, with with the whole story and 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 the idea here is that when you pass away and preferably the moment that you pass away because this can only be done when you're legally dead considered to be legally dead then they begin to cool your body down and then uh, well and then sorts all sorts of interesting things happen to your body to kind of slow it down stop it. Keep your cells as they are. That's the idea, you know, to, to cool them down so rapidly that they, they don't, you know, essentially deteriorate. And, uh, and then over a period of five days, you're, you're frozen down to – it's not just that you're frozen, but everything that's in your body is kind of taken out and another kind of, you know, liquids are put into your body and you're kind of turned into plexiglass. And, you're, you, and the idea is that you've now suspended that person's animation, their their life, and and keep them there and uh, chilled at 400 degrees below zero, and uh, and you just stay there until the solution to whatever it was that killed you is uh, is solved, and then you can be brought back to life. And so that was the original well, thinking. And so that okay, so I'll I'll tell that story. That wasn't the main reason. I that's not really what the book is about. But I thought it was a great <laughs> opening to the book. It is a great opening, I have to say. And there's so much fascinating information in this book. One that particularly appealed to me is I know you went into the biographies of the ver- some of the various scientists that are you know on the cutting edge of this. And Craig Venter, uh, for those of us mm-hmm. who got the the admonition that I did in high school, does not work up to potential. <laughs> he was, yeah. I thought, fantastic. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah. So you can go on yeah. to you know make wonderful contributions even though your high school grades might not have been at the top of the list but the other thing and i wish we had i wish i could talk to you for hours because it's such a fabulous book i've ran into so many surprises i don't want to give them all away but in addition to the intrigue at silicon valley and the you know the personalities involved and all this you have you sprinkled in some really fascinating scientific facts one that I, I really have to ask you about is that we do not, in fact, inherit 50% of our DNA from each parent. Ah! Yeah, right, right. Yeah, now they discovered uh, in the course of doing uh, this research that about 15% or is it 8%? No, I'm trying, yeah, I think it's 8% of your DNA is completely random, uh, you know, and that could have no effect on you or a huge effect on you. Uh, 
but it, yep, it's just random. And that's, I guess, why we evolve and change. You know, it is why we evolve and change, those little differences. Well, that was another, and then the other one, and I have to say I might have had a nightmare or two about this one, but the fact yeah. that one of the, the one of the thoughts is that we might be implanted with neurobots, which, uh, no thank right. you, I have to say. Right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, that's one of Ray Kurzweil's, uh, you know, uh, views, and, and, and he's a fascinating thinker, but the idea there is that you're putting nanotechnology, nanobots in there, and, and those are as tiny as molecules. And so, you know, the ways to enhance your mind uh, and create virtual reality or virtual experiences that would feel absolutely real. That's at the well, very end. there you go. And then, again, I know we only have a minute or two left, but briefly, what does lore, L-O-A-R, mean and why, you know, if we can kind of end it on that because that is good, you know, that is future-focused, yeah. really good news for us. Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. Well, again, that's Ray Kurzweil's thinking, and he calls it LOAR, which is the Law of Accelerating Returns, which is essentially his his theory that from the Big Bang to the present, uh, we have been accelerating knowledge in, in a way that that the first things started out very, very slowly, and then now we're at this point in human history and, and the history of the universe uh, where suddenly – uh, there's this hockey stick effect, you know, where there's an exponential rise in information, and that is going to radically and very, very quickly change things. And you can already see it. Things are moving faster and faster all the time. And when they accelerate that quickly, well, just hold on to your diapers, as they used to say in uh, the <laughs> I'm holding on to him, and I know you have to run, but Chip, what a delight. Thank you so much for this book, your information, and the charming way you present it to us uh, non-scientific folks. Oh, Thank you very much. I appreciate that. It's a pleasure. Well, and I urge all of you listeners out there, please check out Immortality, Inc. I promise you are going to, of course, encounter lots of new information, but it's also a really great read. It's fascinating, and it's a topic that, that all of us want to find more out more about. So this is not to be missed information. And this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio saying I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> 